0: seated for such a time as this. You are a part of the revolution. Isn't it something that so many of the people who are out there think they're woke, but really you're the one that's woke? Let's turn me down just a little bit, please. This is what it means to protest. This is what it means to stand up for what you believe in, not for something that's silly, something that's temporary. We're standing up for our right to worship God. We are essential. Feel free to take a picture today, tag yourself in it, or tag a church in it, rather, and then put the hashtag, church is essential. We are essential. I'm going to call an audible with this. Let's put our vision back up real quick, and then I'll get into a different word. I'm going to switch up what I had prepared for today. We're going to be having a service today at 9, 10, and 11. When you are leaving, we're going to dismiss you by rows going out that door right there. And you can spread it to your friends to let them know there's still plenty of time to get here for the 10 or the 11. Thank you for wearing your mask. Thank you for social distancing. We are now asking everyone to do this because we see that the propaganda of our governor is to make this an issue uh, that it really was never about. They want to make it about health and safety. It's not about health and safety anymore. The numbers already prove we have enough resources in our hospitals with our ventilators to continue going. We slowed the curve. What they are now doing is using this opportunity for political division. That's why red states are opening up. Blue states are staying closed. Now they're talking about finding a cure. They're talking about a vaccine. That was never the deal. And even like two years ago in 2018, when we had a vaccine for the flu, 80,000 people died. That's not good, but you didn't see people holding up signs saying, because of you, my grandmother died. And that's what somebody said to me today. And it's like, no, ma'am, your grandmother died because of COVID. And we all die because sin is upon our body and we must pay the penalty of sin, which is death. And I feel compassion for anyone who has lost a loved one, anyone that has been sick. When we first took this on, I said, I may even become sick and die. But that doesn't mean that we don't stop believing and trusting in God. And for seven weeks, we went along with the plan. And we said, let's do all that we can. But then now we see something sinister, sadly, behind the scenes. They're trying to manipulate us to say that we have to wait for them to wave the magic wand before we can come back to church. All of you are probably going to go somewhere after this today. Look at where you're at and count the amount of people there to where you are here. There'll be more people in Walmart today. There'll be more people at the Brickyard going to the Home Depot and all of those places. So thank you for practicing social distance. Thank you for being adults. And let me just remind you that if you are around someone today that has a precondition or is old, make sure you've taken all the precautions that need to be taken, just as if you had gone to the grocery store. Amen? Amen. Open up your Bibles with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24 is going to be our text today for the message. And it is Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Jesus. How many think that's a good message today? And just want to thank our visitors for being here. Thank you for coming. Uh, if you have a great church that's going to be opening later, that's awesome. And you're more than welcome to make this your great church, whatever is good for you. I would like to speak to some of my friends who are pastors who are speaking against us, shame on you, you know better, why would you take the side of a lesbian mayor against a man or woman of God? That makes absolutely no sense. We are in a spiritual battle. We know it's not against flesh and blood, but listen to how they're talking about us. We just took up the offering, and I see people online going, money, 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 money. My friends, we had our largest offerings for the uh, the year of 2020 in March and April, And we had very little expenses. This has nothing to do with money. But you notice how that detractor hates the church because of money. So listen to me, my friend. Don't be a useful idiot. That's what the communists called people like you. Churches, you are coming against us and siding with the world. And we have a man out there holding up a sign that says, uh, you should pay your taxes. See, he doesn't like the church having a place of priority in our country. So if he doesn't want to be a part of a nation that gives tax benefits to a church, there's China, uh, China's waiting for him right now and probably has some more COVID for him, okay? And so listen to me. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but the people who think about this just a little bit, you'll begin to understand that our battle is of worldviews, of people and their thinking. And sadly, we have a lot of supposed Christians that don't have godly thinking. They don't know how to think. If at anything, my brothers, sisters, listen to me, just pray for us. Just pray for us. Don't take the side of detractors against the church who blame us for their grandmother's death, who say that we should have to pay taxes and basically change the First Amendment. Listen to me, Bubba. The reason why you get to protest is because the freedom of religion comes first. We're first in the First Amendment. We're first in the First Amendment. If you don't like that, once again, there's another country for you with a different First Amendment. But we get the privilege first. And how many know it was our honor to quarantine and give people time and space? And how many know it's time to start coming to church? And as I start looking around, most of us are all younger than 40 years old. I'm probably one of the oldest people here, maybe 50. But you know what? Our friends and family that are 65 and older, stay home. You make sure you take care of yourself, and we'll make sure to do that same for you. Amen? But I, you know, but I want to say this. Uh, you know, Somebody might have pointed to, to us you know, like how she was saying, you know, because of you guys, my grandma's Dead or whatever you know, because of COVID. You know what? My parents are now grandparents and they're in their 70s. And if they could, they would be here living for Jesus because they know they're healthy and they would be in church today. So I don't know about your grandma and grandpa, but my grandma and grandpa want to go down fighting for Jesus, amen, and living for the Lord. So we're all going to go sometime, right? And, and two years ago, were we all blaming each other about the flu You know, somebody passed it on to somebody that passed it on to somebody and some old sweet grandma was Gucci, Gucci, going with the kid that got it from school and they got the flu and they passed away. I'm sorry, but we're all going to go. People die in car accidents. People die from swimming. Are we going to stop swimming? And I'm not trying to say we shouldn't do our part and just rush right into a disease, but let us not be afraid of death. Let us show the world that we know who conquered death, hell, and the grave. Amen? And so Jesus said, somebody say, Jesus said. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it profit for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come. Somebody say, he's coming, y'all. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. I'm glad you got six feet of distance from me because I'm spitting and hollering right now. Amen. Preaching. I'm so excited. How many know Jesus is coming back? Amen. I'm ready for him. I'm ready for him. See, some of my friends, they're cowardly now, but they think they'll stand up when it's more of a gospel issue. No, my friend, this is a dress rehearsal. If you can't stand up now, you're not going to stand up then when they start threatening your children and they start threatening your job. Come on, somebody. This is just a dress rehearsal. I woke up this morning and I said, threat of arrest, protest, signs of the end times. Sounds like a good day to go to church, somebody. This is what I was made for. I was made to go to church on a day like this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for such an honor to be alive at this time. This is our battle and we'll fight it with Jesus. Hallelujah us if he's with us who can be against us and greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world hallelujah our rights don't end where your fear begins Our rights don't end where their fear begins. We will take on fear in the name of Jesus. We'll take on disease in the name of Jesus. And we thank God for all of our workers putting in time today to make sure we have a safe city to live in. But most importantly, we need to be Christians. We need to be Christ followers. We can't put our hope in the medical community because they haven't found a cure for death yet. We can't put our hope in the government. They still can't figure out what, you know, they're doing. They're all fighting against each other right now. We can't put our hope into anyone. Even a pastor, you can't put your hope. How many pastors have let down this city already? We need to put our hope in Jesus. We need a hope in Jesus that doesn't disappoint, a hope beyond the scope of our human limitations you're scared at times, I'm scared at times. I don't want to leave this earth quiet yet. I've got six beautiful children, but I want to be a disciple of Jesus. And so what did Jesus mean when he taught us this? He said, whoever wants to be my disciple, whoever wants to be my follower, whoever wants to be my student, my learner, whoever wants to be like me, he said, must do these three things. Number one, deny yourself. You know, the world says, find yourself. And Jesus says, no, you've already looked at yourself long enough and yourself ain't going to help you anymore. Deny yourself. Get over yourself. Some people say, well, I picked myself up by my own bootstraps and I'm a self-made man or woman. No, you're a self-made mess. Just look around at your marriage. Look around at your kids. Look around at your broken relationships. Look at your scale. You've already broken your New Year's resolution. Look at all the broken promises you've made in life. And so God is saying, this is not about willpower. This is not about you just fixing yourself. This is not Oprah Winfrey religion. This is where you admit you're nothing without God. That's why the posture of a Christian is a bended knee. That's why you have two Super Bowl stars, both made a touchdown. Both of them used their ability to do that. But which is the one that's humble, the one that takes the knee and says, I wouldn't have this ability without God. I wouldn't have breath to breathe if it wasn't for God. There wouldn't be grass for us to run on if it wasn't for God. Yeah, the one thinks he did it in his own strength, but it will only take a few moments before his life is gone. He feels the aches and pains in his body. And his strength has withered away like the, the flower in the sun, the Bible says. And he'll realize that his strength was nothing more than a mist here and gone tomorrow. We don't give ourselves lives, our own lives. So deny yourself today and say, it's not about me. It's about God. Then the second thing that we do, he taught us, is to take up our cross. Not to take up our season past the six flags. Not to take up our, you know, our our favorite thing to do. No, he said, take up the cross. That, That thing that will cause death and suffering, you take it up. And you follow me. And you know, you look at people's lives and what it looked like for them to carry the cross. Mother Teresa going to a culture that rejected its own sick based on karma. Karma's not something cute that we should follow because Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie want to do it and uh, you know meditate, wear vegan, you know, be a vegan and wear tight pants and do the crooked chicken and then teach us that's spirituality. That's not spirituality. How many are happy God said we can eat steak? amen. If you want to be a vegan, that's up to you. More, more more meat for me, amen. And the beautiful thing about the new covenant is bacon's now good. Bacon is good in the sight of the Lord. But but listen to me, we, we, don't, we don't look at our religion, if you want to call it that, our practice of faith as something we're doing to get. We're doing to get, like the Muslim, we're fasting during Ramadan so we can have more rewards. The Hindu, we're meditating more so we can have better karma. No, you see, mother mother. Mother Teresa went to India to help the people that they felt were cursed from prior sins in their past lives. She went to help them and touch even the most diseased and the most contagious among them, the lepers. Your cross may not take you there. Your cross may take you here today. And someone may be holding up a sign in your face that says, because of you, my grandma died. And I asked that woman, how did she get COVID? And she said, from her caretaker. And I said, was she practicing good good medicine and being distant? Yes. And I said, what more could we do for grandma? Honestly, I mean, I'm not speaking ill of anybody's grandma passing. But if we practice good medicine, we do our best to help people, what more can we do? You see, the problem is people don't understand you have a cross to carry, friends. How many know you're going to die one day and you're going to have to carry that cross? You're going to have to carry the cross of living in a world of danger. You're going to have to carry the cross of one day telling somebody you love goodbye. Is that a cross we want to carry? No, but you have to carry that cross. Your cross is all that life has to throw at you that you would prefer not to do. Did not Jesus say before he went to the cross, if there is another way, Father, let it be done? But nonetheless... Not my will but your will be done. I don't want to see death in my life. I'm not running hazardly into the the diseases of this world or hazardly into a car without a seatbelt. No, we should take all of our precautions, do all the things that we can, but at the end of the day, life was not promised to be bubble-wrapped. As a matter of fact, God said you will have a cross to carry, and all of our crosses will be different. And what about those of us who have to carry the cross of bad Jesus? And I'm not talking about my big Polish nose sticking out. I'm talking about those who inherit cancer from their family. Should we shame all the people who have cancer in their family for having kids? Should Lauren have shamed her mother because her mother had cancer and yet she still wanted to have children like her, who sadly, Lauren contracted cancer at 30? At that moment, should Lauren have shamed her mother who passed around the same age and shame her and say, Mom, how dare you give me a body full of cancer? You should have quarantined your old self and never had kids. How dare you? No, a part of life is reproduction, a part of life is going on throughout our pain and trials and hoping the best. And thankfully, Lauren beat cancer and is living a longer life than her mother, and she would never have traded her mother for somebody else's mother just because they don't have cancer. So that's her cross that she's going to carry. Does anybody here want to shame her and her family? How dare they? No. So oftentimes, people criticize us for our blessings, or as the Bible says, the glory that the Lord has given us. But before they criticize you for the glory, they need to understand the story. People have pointed out that I have a boat, I have a car, I have this and I have that. And I was thinking about it and somebody said to me, Joe, after 15 years of ministry in the city, if all they can criticize is your blessings, then job well done. There is no history of immorality, no stealing, no wheeling and dealing, no getting drunk. Hallelujah. If the only things you can criticize is that I've been blessed serving God, then I can take that. Amen. Because here's what I want to say. That after every cross, there's a resurrection. Life isn't always going to be about sickness. Life isn't always going to be about the trials. There's going to be some testimonies. So don't criticize the glory unless you know the story. Don't don't look at somebody's testimony unless you know the test that they went through. And today we need to go through our tests. And how do we do it? Following Jesus. I just think about all the people who have gone before us that said, Jesus, I'll follow you. This was not our choice to have a fight with COVID and those who blame us for it, but it was our choice to follow Jesus through it. And I would recommend anyone to do that. Whether or not this is a thing you want to discuss on your job, forget all of that, then just... Bring people to Jesus during this time. Ask them about life. Ask them where they go after they die. Encourage others to be a disciple and use the same exact example Jesus gave that if on this side you had the whole world and over here you had Jesus, which one would you take? If you could get the whole world, what would you take in comparison to Jesus? I I mean, there's nothing over here that can compare to Jesus and you got to show them that here's the thing. Even if you had the whole world, you're still going to die. But with Jesus, you live forever. And so it's not even a fair trade. It's not is it? God's made it so good for us And we have to be willing to wait for him until he comes So should we die we go in his presence or we wait for the return of jesus amen Amen. Let's just pray where we're at and then i'll dismiss you row by row I wish we could do church the way we normally do, but We're going to honor those who are watching us right now and try to Show them that we're doing our best for health and safety father. I thank you today a good church service. We would like it longer. We would like it with hugs. We would like it with extended times of prayer. But Lord, today we're just grateful to be here. We ask you to bless our detractors who are out there, maybe news reporters looking for the wrong angle, fake news. We ask you to bless everyone who's ever considered themselves our enemy. Bless them, God. We bless them, and we ask you to take care of them and watch out for them. May they be comforted from any loss that they've had. May they not confuse us with the enemy. May they know that Satan is all of our enemies. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, Lord, and now we seek to follow you. If you're here today and you haven't decided to follow Jesus, would you do that? Or if you are listening to me online, would you make a decision to follow Jesus? Say he's the Lord of your life. Say, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Change me. Forgive me. I want to deny myself. Take up my cross and follow you. Just a few moments, do that. If you're already a Christian, would you look at your life? Would you look at the cross that you're bearing? Would you look at the challenges that you're facing and ask God for his grace to be with you? It's not always easy, is it? It's not always gonna be sunshine and rainbows, but God will be with you. I pray for you and the cross that you bear as you pray for the cross that I bear. A few moments, a few moments right now, prayer for us to be disciples of Christ. Make us disciples of Christ today, Father. And Lord, in closing, as we follow you, wherever that may be this week, may we do it with joy, may we do it with inner strength and confidence and faith that what you are doing in us and through us will work out for our good. May we be a part of the solution and not the problem. May the media who watches us come out today see that we come out Because we have a world to reach. We can't stay in these four walls. It's time for us to make a difference in this world. May they see we didn't gather to make ourselves feel better. We gathered to get closer to you and to our brother and sister and to be empowered to change that world. So may they see us now as a part of the answer. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. 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 Can you bless the Lord? Thank you for coming. Stay seated. And we're just going to have our usher now open up this door, and like I said, I wish we could have more greeting, more normal type of church things, but we're just going to start dismissing. If this family can start to go, but I see they might have to get some things ready, this row right here, thank you very much. Wave to the cameras as you go. Okay. Now this front row right here, thank you. Take your time, family. Take your time. Take your time. But this front row, thank you. Thank you. This side right here, you guys would be good. Thank you guys for coming.